cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff cliffcentral.com Welcome back to the good stuff Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself Brent Linda Q the good things guy at uh you know jeez it's a bit of a hectic show. Um, there are so many incredible things happening in South Africa and the world right now. Um, a teacher has gone viral for helping a differently abled kid. Uh, it's a story that we're going to bring you that was trending last week. Um, also, everybody wants to be Red Bucky Guy. It's a story, again, uh, that was trending last week about a guy that just did so much kindness in his little town. And it's literally inspired a nation, which is, is pretty amazing. Um, and then, of course... Yesterday was an incredibly sad day in South Africa's history as an icon and a legacy and a man above men passed away. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of tributes have been streaming in uh, across the globe from all sorts of celebrities, individuals, people that were inspired by Joost van der Westes and one of South Africa's greatest icons. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about him as well. Um, the good stuff is Cliff Central's very own happy hour, so we don't want to concentrate on bad news. And even though it is incredibly sad that we've lost Joost, uh, uh, we're going to Try and just uplift and remember the good times and, and sort of the good things that he reminds us of and the person that he was. I got to meet him and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So. Kerry and I will kick off the show with our regular catch-up, uh, reporting on all the news that matters. And then we're also going to bring you the only good news charting show in South Africa, because that's how we roll. Kerry, are you excited? I am excited. Obviously, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Uh, today, we also bring you our very special feature that we're calling The Good Defense, proudly brought to you by Play Your Part. Uh, an initiative by Brand South Africa. Two young ladies have made it their mission to empower every single woman and girl in South Africa with something called Krav Maga. Maga. Krav Maga. We're going to ask them what that is. It's a martial arts, a form of martial arts. But what they've done is by taking one of their classes, you're going to be donating one of a class, one of the classes, um, to someone who's a little bit underprivileged and, and who needs to get the the protection. So Andrea Golding will be coming in at about 10.30 to tell us about that. And then we've also got the Huddle Up team, Paige and Kirst, that are sitting in the producer's lounge. I'm going to flip the camera so you can see them over there. Um, they're going to be coming in after that to talk about all the good stuff that they're doing. Listen up and get inspired. If you want to join the show, if you want to listen to uh, what we're doing, it's uh, www.cliffcentral.com. It's that easy. Um, that was the Facebook Live. I always do it every week. Yes. If you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us, cliffcentral.com, or myself, Brent Lindicu, or Kerry Stain. You can send a message via our official WeChat account or call 0861-555-189. We've also got a WhatsApp line that you can get in touch with us on 079-748-2090. So, Kerry, um, I mean, it's an incredibly sad day in South Africa. Very. You know, Joost van der Westes and, um, passed away yesterday and, and he's been, He's been sick for since 2011. Goodness, uh, six years. Six years. I got to meet him when they did the premiere of of the movie about him, the documentary called yes. Glory Game. Yes. How long ago was that? It wasn't so long ago. I don't actually remember. Two years? Mm. Two years? Yeah. We went to the movie premiere and um, I got to sit next to him. Mm. And I cried. From the start of the movie premiere till, you know, he did a speech. He welcomed everybody. And I don't know if you've seen, have you seen the documentary? No, I haven't. So it follows his life and basically his rugby career, uh, relationships, family, um, and then the MND. Mm. And, and through that, um, sort of halfway through the film, it moves to a space where it's not about him anymore. It's about the work that he was doing for MND. Yes. There's a stigma associated with it, with a lot of our cultural um, Africans mm. uh, who don't have the education and awareness. And he meets this this gent who's a shark supporter. And um, and Joost is, he used to play for bulls, so he's bulls for life. <laughs> and um, the, the guy's name's Lucky, and he, he'd suffered from ALS as well. And his community, um, they just shunned him. Because they didn't understand what it was. Yes. They thought that a witch had placed 
uh, a spell on him because you get weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And then the doctors diagnose him with MND, uh, ALS, and um, and Yurst goes to see him. And they're sitting in his lounge, and Yurst says to him, "We're gonna we're gonna use you." Yes. To to create awareness, you and me together, we're going to do this together. To educate we're, people. We're going to educate people, and we're going to get them to know um, what this disease is and and what it means, and and that it can't happen to anybody. Mm. Um, but you could only do it if you wear a blue bull shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. and Lucky says no. Not gonna happen. Really? It's not gonna happen. Oh, that's I'm, amazing. I'm supporting so the sharks through and through. <laughs> and um and then in the movie as well they show when Euston and, and Lucky went to to a rugby game and it was mm. the Bulls against the Sharks and they're sitting next to each other and they've got their supportive team shirts on. That's amazing. Yeah, so I I mean I sat and watched the movie again last night. Um what an incredible human being. And the tributes that have been pouring in from all around the world just prove, um, you know, that he, he's a legend in his own right. The work that he's done for MND have created both a clinic in Cape Town and the J9 Foundation, which is helping underprivileged people uh, with money, with assistance, with awareness. Which is so important. His legacy will live on forever. And I just want to say that one of my greatest moments in my life, in my career, um, in my life mm. was was meeting Eust and getting to speak to him and you know I'll always I'll always hold that dear in my heart. Well you know what? Um, we're we're proudly supporting today. We are so Kerry and I are wearing our green and gold. Um yes. and, and while I was driving into the studio I was looking around at all the different cars of people also well, wearing Well let me tell you shirt. I dropped my daughter off this morning at school and all the teachers are supporting as well All of them I just walked down the corridor And it's just all the teachers In their shirts It's amazing It's amazing to see And how can you not Exactly you know? Today we are um, Remembering a great icon And we are just so proudly yes, Proudly we are. South African um, I don't even want to talk About anything else I feel like we just <laughs> <laughs> Tribute know, to yours Tribute to yours um, One of the other things That is just really I mean, we spoke about it last week mm. and it was with rack nominations yes. and random acts of kindness and, and all of those good things. People are really doing a lot of random acts of kindness. I'm getting stuff sent to me left, right and center of people just doing good. I don't know if you heard about the mayor. Why are you surprised? You seem surprised. Because it's surprising. I think it's awesome. I'm surprised because it's surprising. It's great. The the mayor did a rack yesterday. The mayor of Tswane. Yes. Um, Mr. Msing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it wrong now. Mr. Solly, Ms. Manganga. Uh, yes. He, uh, yesterday he was on his way to the office mm. and there was a stranded motorist on the side of the road. Yes. And the mayor stopped to help him. A stranger. Mm. He stopped to help him. Yes. Random flippant act of kindness. And, and the only reason we know about it, the only reason it's in the news is because unfortunately when he opened the bonnet to try and sort out the car, like to get stuck in, fumes and a bit of gas and a bit of steam Burnt him, so he had yes. to go to the hospital. Mm. But he's 100% fine, and he's already out of hospital, and he's doing really good. But the point is, he's the mayor. Have you ever heard a story, like I would say in the last 20 years, have you heard <laughs> no. a story of our mayor just mm. getting stuck in and doing good things? Nope. How incredible. Open that bond and get the toolbox out. Definitely not. That makes me, again, proudly South <laughs> and African. And he was probably in his uh, workloads, his suit. Suit and tie. Suit and tie. Hey? Getting stuck in there. No, just good stuff. Good people doing good things. and, and it's, it's really incredible. I'm, I'm loving it. I've said, and this year when we kicked off Rack, we said, don't, um, I don't want to see it on social media. No, because you don't have to. It should be something that you want to do. But now I want to take that back. Because you just want to see all the happy. Kerry, it makes me so inspired I know, I know. to see people doing well. good and to see good things happening. And that's one story of a mayor. I've received like a hundred in the last week that we're posting up and we're talking about all these acts of kindness of just people doing good. Um, just and, flood it. Flood, flood all of them. So keep sending them to me, Oaks. I want to I wanna be reporting on I the wanna good see, stuff you know? I want to see. Yeah, boy. And people might be doing things that we're not aware of uh, that there is a need for. Yeah, so, so get involved. Exactly, Let us know. exactly. Please. Um, I also just want to do a big, 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 massive shout out to all of the listeners and, um, and anybody that sort of follows my journey that voted for me. Yay! Cause I won. Yay! High five! You're going to India! It's, it's called Kerala. Yes. So it's, um, 
from what I understand, and this is why I'm going there to figure out what's going on. It's the southern part of India, mm. and uh, it's sort of where all the islandy stuff is and all of that. Because I've, I've sort of looked at the video. Yes. It looks quite exciting. So if you don't know what's going on, I entered a blogger competition, mm. a global blogger competition. Um. And I entered, and and I needed people to vote for me. Yes. So I asked you, you guys, for votes, and within like a day, I was number three globally. Yes. Wasn't it number two in At a one day? One stage, one stage was like number two. The, the, semantics, it doesn't yes. matter. So I was sort of in the top there, and um, and then when the competition closed, I was like fourth in the mm-hmm. world. In the world. In the world. I've never. The only way you can win a competition is by entering it. I've never won a competition before. I don't think. I don't believe I have. Well, not of this caliber. So I was like number four in the world and I still didn't want to get my hopes up. They choose like 30 people to go. In the whole world? In the whole world. Wow. To go on this two week all expenses paid trip. And I was number one in South Africa, but I was number four overall. And, and they also take other things into criteria. So what is your following on Instagram? Exactly. And what you do what and do you how do? you do it. How do you do it? And the competition ended on the 10th of January. Yes. I didn't hear from them. Crickets, tweak, tweak. There was just nothing. Hmm. There was nothing going Were you on. disappointed? No, I just, you know, I realized a long time ago that life is happening. Life is constantly happening mm, for us. Mm. Happening for us. Yes. So if I, did, if I don't, don't go to India, I wasn't supposed to go to India. And something else will pop up. Well, maybe I was supposed okay. to stay in South Africa mm. for whatever reason. Anyway, so last week Thursday, sitting at my desk and my email goes, Bing! Bling, bling. <laughs> and it's from them. <sighs> and they said, congratulations, you've won. I went crazy. I'm flipping sure you did. My office, could they, they had no idea I what was what going on. <laughs> no Brent has officially lost his marbles. I lost my marbles mm. in the office, but I was so excited. Two weeks of all expenses paid trip to India to go and experience the culture, the life, the, you know. We're Haven't be doing... you always wanted to do it, though? Yes. This way. I remember us actually speaking on the way to the CEO sleep out. Yeah. And you were talking about this thing. Hey? You were talking about India. So, yeah, it's going to be a eat, pray, I don't know, love, eat, pray adventure. Yes. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to sort of bring, I'm bring stories you. back. Maybe I'll bring people back. We'll yes. interview people and bring okay, them back. Okay, okay. Bring them back. Something else that happened uh, on social media, and it all sort of happened on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, I, went, I had friends who came from London. Mm. They're still here, and they're still my friends. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and um, uh, they, I went to school with them and, uh, from London. And uh, we went through to the Lion Park on Saturday. In the one that's moved. It, it used to be by Lanseria Airport. And it sort of picked its stuff up and it moved to Hardy Pierce Dam. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it moved. It's closer to Hardy's. It's 12 k's away from where it used to be. Wow. Okay. So go off to the Lion Park. Um, why? Because it's a tourist attraction in... Harting. It is. It's where people go. Yes. I just don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car. Don't do that. Um, so we went through, and I was speaking to the rangers that were there because they've got this whole thing where you can go into an enclosure and take photos with lion cubs. Yes. So I took a photo of a lion cub, and 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 we were there, and I said to the ranger woman, I was like, where? Do these cubs come from? Mm. And she said to me, no, they're abandoned by their mothers and yes. we bring them in as rescues. Mm. And then, um, from there, we try, um, almost rehabilitate them. So they, they need, this is what she told me. I, I'm still researching this, right? Yes. So I don't know. Yes. Don't quote me to this, but they need the affection or whatever. Yes, they do. Whatever. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't they know. T- and they take them into con- the interaction. Conservate. Yes. And the interaction. Then they move them into their bigger enclosures mm. where the lions, the way that she explained it, live in a hotel. Yes. They get fed their 60 kilograms of meat a week. <laughs> um, they get to lie around. Mm-hmm. They get to lion around. Lion. And, and like it's a good life for them from what, from what she told me. So I put this photo up and my social media exploded. Mm. Exploded. There were so many angry people, angry, angry people Mm-mm-mm. that were telling me that going to the Lion Park is wrong and me supporting the Lion Park is wrong and, and that uh, the Lion Park, it takes its lions and it sells them to 
canned line facilities and it was no kerry it was mad my social media didn't stop till monday it still carried on on monday Mm -mm. so from saturday to monday and all I kept responding to everybody was, guys, chill. I'm going to do an article on this. Yes. I'm going to figure out all the facts. So you're researching to the max. I'm researching to the max. They were um, tagging this thing called Bloodlines. Into, oh, no. So it's, a, it's a documentary. Yes, I know. But I went onto Bloodlines' website and nowhere does Bloodlines no. um, say that the Lion Park Mm-mm. is involved. So I, I just don't know right now. And I'd just like to tell anybody that's listening that perhaps was part of that big conversation where everybody was very angry about the Lion Park. I'm doing the research. And whether that article is good or bad, mm. I will be 100% unbiased. And if I was wrong, and, and if, important. if I was wrong, and if the Lion Park are wrong, then I will say that. Yes. But also then, I need to ask the question, and maybe if you can tweet me and tell me, why, why are they a legal tourist attraction, if that's the case? I, so it's, just, it's, it's all these questions I'm that I have. I'm actually looking forward to your article then. I'm going to get a hold of um, the Lion Whisperer, that yes, guy that yes, works with lions. Yes. We've already sort of chatted on Twitter, and um, and I'm going to be speaking to him. There's going to be a couple of other conservationists that I'm going to speak to. There's going to be some conservationists that I won't speak to. I don't believe I don't believe that about the Lion Park, personally. But I, I'll wait to hear. Oi, we just don't know. Enough about that, man. We're all about the good news. Every week, uh, we bring you the only charting show in South Africa that is only about good news. It's all about good news. Uh, the top five good news stories are brought to you by Kerry. <laughs> good morning. What do we have at number five? KZN Education Department have added free sanitary pads to the school year, servicing almost 3,000 institutions. Brent, I cannot actually express to you how happy I am to see this. Well, I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people because why have we not been doing this since the start of the world? Exactly. The KwaZulu-Natal Education Department quietly rolled out a new campaign adding free sanitary pads for girls to the new school year. So in this article, you can go and have a, you can go and have a read. But uh, basically what they're doing is they're going to be giving uh, girls from grade four upwards to grade 12 um, sanitary pads on a monthly basis to keep them in school and give them an opportunity to get an education and a future and a career. And it's so important because, I mean, they also stated that they looked at all different um, avenues in this uh, department and... um, because they're going to be going to be distributing them, they can't sell them. Um, they will be using them, not their aunties, their mothers, and their sisters, and what, what, what. So I think this is really, really amazing, and I'm so excited to see how this is going to work in KZN, and really, really hope and pray that they're going to do it for the rest of the country. It is absolutely amazing. I need to roll this out to the rest of the country. It's the start of something incredible. It's literally the start of something incredible. It, it is. If we can, if we as a government, as we we as a people, if we can give out free condoms in every bar. Bathroom that you walk into. They saw, they saw us, they saw us, they've seen us, and they've seen the importance, and that for me is the biggest thing because, um, I mean, I'm completely blown away. You know, people have been speaking about this for years, and it's amazing, it's happening now. So important, so much of good news. We're going to put that story up online so that you can get all the information also. Yes. Um, Kerry? Yes. What do we have at number four? A South African company has found a way to harvest drinkable water from thin air. In South Africa... Just, just, just pause for a second. I'm pausing. A South African company has figured out a way to harvest drinkable water, water that we can drink. They can harvest it from thin air, from from the air. From the humidity in the air. And they can do up to 1,500 liters a day. Yes. A day. Yes. So this is water from air. Uh, One company is tapping into an alternative source for drinking water, the air. 
So, I mean, they explain in the article exactly how they do it and how they harvest it and how different it is and the pH level levels and, and, and. And then obviously in different areas of the country, there's more humidity, so they get more water. But so um, I, I mean, I'll explain it. It's yes. not magic. No, it's, it's not, magic. not magic. It's a machine that almost works works like an aircon. If yes. you put an aircon on at work, uh, there's a there's an outlet pipe. Yes. That your it, filter. Your, your filter. Yes. It takes, um, as it's making the air cold, mm. it takes the condensate. And then it, it lets the water drip Expels out. It, yes, yeah. Correct. Why are we not collecting that water in the first place? Who knows? Who knows? So what this machine does, and the bigger one is the genius here, yes. but it takes um, the humidity that's already in the air. Mm. We're already doing it with aircon, so it's not like we're going to break the clouds. No. It's already, it's already happening. Takes that. Puts it through this machine, removes the condensation so the water's there, then um, filters it through an ultraviolet light. Yes. And you can drink it. You can. How about that? And they've got different sizes. So for homes, for offices, industrial. Um, I think this is really, really amazing. Uh, it's really something that um, could change the face of South Africa. Yes, and it's the, the softest water one can get according to the CEO of Water From Air. Very flippant cool. We're going to put that up online so you can read it. What do we have at number three? Red Bucky Guy, an incredible South African we all need to be. A man jumped out of his red bucky, leaving the engine running to help an old man cross a busy road. This is a South African story we all need to read. Man, and I've read cool. it over and over and over and over again. Um, it happened in, um, where? The Eastern Cape. Uh, a free state. Yeah, the Eastern Cape, well, uh, Smithfield. And uh, these guys were just, <laughs> Joe, Joburg guys were actually just chilling on the side of the road. And they saw this happen, this old man walking down the street, and they thought nothing of it. And uh, then another gentleman in a red bucky stopped, saw what was going on, left his bucky running, ran to the man walking down the street, Asked him if he could give him a hand, which he agreed to, and then help him, helped him cross the road. Helped him cross the road, took him to the post office, did all those good things while his bucky was running. Just random left it there. Just, not you important. know, you went to go help. They could have been friends. They might not have. Who knows? It was just helping another fellow human. And, um, and the Joe Burgers stood there going, why wow, didn't we even see exactly. that? Exactly. Why didn't we even see that he needed help? Uh, we're going to put the story up online so you can see the photo because it's quite sweet. Mm. Um, you can actually see him holding his hand and then the story as well. What do we have at number two? Teacher goes viral for helping a little differently Abled girl in a school race. So a teacher from the Northern Cape has stolen South Africa's hearts while helping a little differently abled girl in a school athletic race. So she insisted on running this race with all of her friends at, um, at a Karo school. And they asked the teacher to help, but he didn't actually realize that she had no legs. Um, that they, I mean, she's, she's got no legs. So basically he put her on his back. And he ran with her for the race. And he said all the way, she was just giggling and laughing and having the time of her life. And he obviously couldn't see her, but everybody else could. And the pictures are just amazing. It's really sweet. And it's cool to see teachers jumping in like that. Um, we're going to put that up online so that you can see that story as well. The last one, Kerry, we, we can't actually say the <laughs> word. But I mean, tell the story. And then I've got something to play okay. to tell the word. A South African cricket, uh, South African cricket spectators caught on international television misbehaving. NSFW. Not so. NS, NSFW means not yes. safe for work. No. It's really funny. So these oaks, um, they all stood in the crowd. <laughs> Is it their shirts that they had? So they, yeah. their shirts had the letters yeah, of to the proteas, proteas on yes. there, and they were standing up and they were causing maracas and they were like, "Catch us on camera! Catch us on camera! Catch us on camera!" And the camera caught them. Yes. And then some of the the guys. They they pushed their friends down. Um, yes. So so a word was left that I don't want to repeat on air because mm. I'm a gentleman. But I'm going to take you back for a second. Um, if you guys were listening to the show last week, you would have remembered that I told you about this ridiculous story uh, about a, a radio station. Ah, oh, I can't play it off here. Why? Because it, I've got the new iPhone and you can't plug your thing in. Oh dear, you've gone have an adapter. Okay, but wait, maybe we can play it just like yes, yes. off here. I want you guys to listen to this. So I told you about this last weekend. It was a radio station that was calling out the birthdays and they were like <laughs> doing all the birthdays. And, um, and this sort of relates to yes. our number one story, which you can read online. We're going to put that all up online. Let's see if this works. Facts, 35 years old, many happy returns. In my book, it's happy birthday to Anne John, who's 75 today. 
Gail Solomon hit 62 and a special young lady, Danielle Victor, is all of nine today. Jessica Springer is 10. Lance Munich hits 21. Muriel Pressman, happy 64th birthday in East London. Lucinda Wenzel in Alexandria celebrates, as does Karen Bartlett in East London. Massa Pus. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. I don't think it's pronounced Mars or anything. How funny! That is hilarious. Okay. I would have, I would have been finished with myself. So, so now you get the gist of what was, uh, what was played on that. The cricket field as well. These naughty guys. But it, I mean, you know, we put the story up online, and if you look at the comments, um, 90% of them are of people going, that's really funny. Like, yes, it's really funny, it is funny. And it's funny that they did that. And you uh, have to be South Africans to understand. Totally. And then yeah. there's like, there's 1% that, uh, that looks at it I'm and not goes, happy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, not too lucky. We're going to put those stories up online so that you can also listen to them, uh, read them, watch them. There's a Share video that them. goes with that. Share them. Uh, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. You're listening to the good stuff on Cliff Central and... Um Inspiration personified. Every week we get to meet really incredible South Africans and sometimes even internationals yes. that are doing amazing things. And uh, this week is no different. We've got Andy, who's in studio, and she's from a foundation called Strive. Unleashed. Unleashed. I'm going to call it Strive Unleashed. Unleashed. And um, and she's here to tell us something about, uh, I say, I'm going to call it the, the I'm going to mispronounce it, Crav... Say it, say it Krav Maga. Krav Maga. It's martial arts, but but it's not about the martial arts. They started something to empower women, girls, ladies, maybe even men if they needed to, in South Africa. And, and by empowering people that could pay for it, they were giving back to the community that couldn't. And I think that's where the story really lies. Welcome to The Good Stuff, Andy. Thank you for having me. It's great that you are in studio hanging out with us. Can you tell us more about this martial arts? I can't say the name because I'm, I, I literally butcher it. Every, I was practicing this morning in the mirror and I was like, you're just going to mess it up anyway. Krav Maga. Can you tell us more about it? So Krav Maga is essentially, it was developed in Israel by the Israeli Special Forces. And it's not so much a fighting form martial arts as it is a self-defense system. And about four years ago, I started training in Krav Maga, and that is where I met Natasha, who is my partner with Unleashed. And what both of us found was the more that we trained in Krav Maga, the more empowered and confident we felt as women. You know, so walking down the street to your car at night wasn't quite wasn't quite so scary anymore. Keeping, you know, keeping keeping an eye on people in shopping malls, it wasn't quite so daunting anymore. And we really felt very empowered by what we were learning with Krav. So about four years down the line, we decided we really wanted to pass it forward. We felt like every woman, we, we feel every, that... Every woman should feel that way. Absolutely. They shouldn't be scared. Now, before we get into that, why did you get involved with Krav? What, what was the background to you sort of getting involved with this? So I have an older brother who for a lo- the longest time had been trying to get me to do something, to learn how to defend myself, understandably. And... Truthfully, how I got into Krav, I was driving down the road one day and I saw a newspaper headline that said, raped for nine hours by 15 men. It was the story of a young girl who'd been gang raped. I burst into tears, phoned my brother and said, we're starting Krav. And that's that's exactly how we got here. That's the beginning and the end. And was it quite daunting in the start to start something that's, um, I mean, it's martial arts. It's, it's I'd be I'd be a little bit... Look, I think I had the advantage of, you know, I had an older brother. I'd, uh, I've been defending myself <laughs> since I was young. But I don't think I felt daunted. I think for a lot of ladies, it can be daunting. I think we had a particularly great coach. And, you know, the induction for me, about obviously, I was training with my brother. I had, Natasha was there in training. So she was a great person for me to learn from. So it wasn't too daunting. I, what I find with Krav is, and the thing, the thing that I love about it is that it's not hardcore macho. It's really smart, really intelligent things that, unless you're shown, you probably wouldn't think of. But once you've been shown them, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's all of a sudden it becomes second nature. Yeah, second nature. All right, so now we feel empowered, and we've got all of this, uh, this four years of knowledge. How often were you going? 
twice a week. We were training for sort of two hours twice a week. And then there was courses and workshops on weekends if we chose to. Oh, wow. Did, yeah. you, did you use it as fitness as well? Because, I mean, that's, it must be quite strenuous training and, and learning. Yeah, so a lot, of the, a lot of the dojos where you train do a very heavy fitness component with it as well. Some of them focus purely on technique. So we were doing quite a lot of fitness added on, which is always a bonus. Yeah. It's always great. Score. And Give my summer body and I can defend myself as well. There's nothing quite as stress relieving as hammering at a punching bag hmm. for a good long while. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so we're, we're feeling empowered. Um, you feel confident. You're no longer as scared as if you didn't have some sort of defense mechanism. And you want to pass this on to others. Yes. And in what sort of sense? So... Where it came from, Tash and I, you know, we trained together, we went our separate ways, we trained together, you know, we've sort of gone and come and gone over the years. And we both separately actually started feeling that we felt, quite honestly, that it was a crock of that so many women are taken advantage of or assaulted simply because we're smaller and we are, by definition, weaker. And just because we don't know what to do. So we got together late last year and we decided it's, it would be wrong to not forward this knowledge mm. And We decided we, would, we, were, we played with some ideas of what we could do Initially we had wanted to do Only outreach, so for women at risk Women in shelters, girls in underprivileged Areas, girls at risk We decided that An NGO is you know, You're constantly relying on donations It's somewhat unsustainable I've always loved the idea of Tom's one for one where you buy a pair of shoes and a pair of shoes is donated. The problem is that it doesn't actually solve a problem. It gives a pair of shoes. It doesn't teach people how to lift themselves out of poverty. Mm. So we loved the one for one idea and we decided to go for it with Unleashed. So we've built Unleashed on a one for one business model. And the, the basic concept is if, um, if you were able to sell a course to a corporate and they were able to put um, their ladies into a class and, and then whoever wanted to sign up for it, whatever the corporate was, you'd give them a couple of lessons and those lessons would be empowering the corporate ladies as well as paying for another underprivileged class, course, wherever it is in, in some sort of informal settlement that you would help as well. Yes. So the corporate would say to us, we want you to come and do the corporate. I mean, we do corporates, we do privates, we do schools. They say to us, come in and do a course with this group of women or girls. And then we say to them, okay, where do you want us to go and run the course? So it's at a shelter or charity or another school mm. of their choice. So we've seen schools giving to schools, which is amazing because often schools will have a sister school. So it's you, you say where and we go and run the donated course at the at the place of your choice. Absolutely amazing. And that means that you're empowering the people and you said the right word that are at risk. Yes. I mean the stories that you hear coming out of informal settlements is is horrific. It's terrifying. It's no, it's terrible. Yes. Jeepers. Um okay, so you you I think at the beginning of this year ran a, some sort of fundraiser to to kick this off. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. So we work very closely with the Epic Foundation, which is empowering people in crisis and they work a lot with rape victims and rape survivors. And Natasha and I decided that in order to start off seven, 2017 on the right note, we felt it wouldn't be right unless we started off with the ladies we love most. So this last Sunday, we ran a course with our moms, aunts, sisters, wow. best friends. We got everybody to come together in Natasha's folks garden. We, we were, our equipment was donated to us by our, our coach, Anthony Siegel, and we got everybody to make a small donation and bring some comfort items. And we ran this course for morning on Sunday and we ended up with we ended up raising over a thousand rand for the Epic Foundation and we have bags and bags of shampoo, conditioner, sanitaries, toothpaste, all sorts of things that Epic Foundation would use to pack into the comfort packs that they make. So it was it was a pretty great morning on Sunday. It was epic. That's an awesome way. (laughs) Yeah, well done. Good puns. Um that was an amazing way to kick off twenty seventeen and to really cement yourselves in the work that you want to do and um how you guys want to move forward, which I think is flippin' incredible. Um, I I attended a defense course uh, for an article that I was writing, and it was just a once-off, um, and it was nothing um, really technical. Or mm. it just 
all it did Just basic it, Well it wasn't even about the basicness It's more psychological Yes So I was the only guy there It was a, it was a ladies class And um, they took me through it And the reason why they do it Is just to give you that seed of confidence mm. Absolutely Just the, to know that it's possible You can defend yourself You don't have to be a victim Ever Never. Full stop. Full stop. Yes. So I think the work you're doing is absolutely incredible and also to empower those that, um, can't afford it. That, exactly. you know, they, they are the guys that, that need it the most, mm-hmm. majority of the time. Yes. If people want to get involved, if they, um, if they want to book a class. Yes. Or just throw money at you. <laughs> so that you can help others. Um, where do they go? So you can find us on Facebook at Unleashed One for One. Our website's very much under construction still, but you can drop me a mail. It's Andy, A-N-D-Y at UnleashedOneForOne.co.za or Natasha at unleashedoneforone.co.za. I must tell you that I met Andy a little while ago just before sort of that stupid thing that happens in December when South Africa closes down. And and we sat in a meeting and the passion that you have is palatable. Mm. You you believe in in what you're doing and you found a way to make it possible to give back while still empowering absolutely everybody. And I just commend you for that. It's really cool to see South Africans doing good things for South Africans. Thank you very much. Amazing. We're going to put all that online so that you can get hold of the, the details if you want to get involved. Um, and like I said, if you're a guy and maybe you want to do a guys class, we can do it as well. We're not scared. We're not scared at all. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. If this works. <laughs> is it working? And there we go. Yeah. Having a bit of trouble with technology this morning. It's okay. <laughs> Inside of you, there's a wound that still reminds you of the fear, shame, and rejection. You've seen it, you've seen it. You know it's time to get up, but your heart's paralyzed, you're so stuck. You passed the point of trying again. You're defeated, you're defeated. There's something inside you can't deny. You hear the
Gaurav Magath. I am getting involved. Well, do you know, I think that everybody could use a little bit of defense and just to feel a little bit more confident about yourself. Well, the last time I did a self-defense course, I think I was in high school. I don't understand why you said last time. Is it like you do them often? No. Well, you know what? I think I need a refresher because I was in high school. That was, I, b- I believe you need it a was refresher. A, yeah, it was a long time ago. So speak to Andy. I'm going to. I'll send you the details. Thank you. Also, you could have just written them down during, I have, during the interview. And I've liked her on Face their group on Facebook. I've done it already. I was multitasking. <laughs> Hashtag Facebook stalker. Yeah. Um, all right. So once a month, uh, at the beginning of the month, we get to bring in Paige and Kirsty from Hudlap. Um, if you guys don't know what that is or you haven't heard of it before, it's pretty phenomenal. I yes. call them a dating site for charities. And I, you love like that, eh? I think they, they might get sick of it one day. Um, <laughs> but it's a dating site for charities. I believe it's that. I call it that. What they do... They don't hook up charities so that everybody has a romantic forever. <laughs> no. Um, what they do is they find charities that have needs mm. and they find the corporates or individuals that have the goods, time or money that they're able to just assist. Mm. So it is. It's a dating site for charities. Ladies, welcome back to The Good Stuff. Thank you. Thank you for Thank having, you us, having us. us. It's great for you to it be feels in the like studio. like forever since the last time. It yeah. does. You it must. Was a while oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the last time they were in studio was the beginning of December. Yeah. Yes. And then we went off on, like I said, something happens in South Africa where South Africa just closes Shut over down. December. Shut down. So we all went away and then January started and they were still on holiday. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, if there was a holiday <laughs> and they were supposed to be here. Oh, it was a working holiday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but now they're back in studio, so it's yeah, great to have yeah. you here. And I'm sure we've got plenty to catch up on. Yes. They they usually bring in like a little um, because they're so busy. They they write their notes on serviettes while they're <laughs> in coffee shops. So they usually yeah. usually bring like a couple of serviettes to go. Yes, and then we were helping this person, yes. and then we did this, and and then, and then that's, we use them for the tears yeah. later on. We use them for tears later yeah. on. Um, and now they've brought in a book. <laughs> so I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. What has been happening with Huddle Up? Oh my goodness. Danny so was busy. Where yeah. do we start? Where yeah. do we start? Well, I mean, tell us uh, maybe one of the biggest projects that you're busy with at the moment. Well, we don't actually just have one big project. We have six main flagship <laughs> projects that we will be focusing on this year. Oh, wow. We have the Vidkorpen School, as we briefly discussed in December. Yes. We have the Impila Foster Homes, which is a village that will be built out in Timsrand. I remember those. Yeah, we had yes. them on the show. That was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Then we have the Thornybush Community Projects. What is that about? So that is, you know, the Lodge Thornybush. Yes. So they have a community project. Project where they look after the surrounding, um, the surrounding yep. communities. Yeah, and um, that's Dixie, and I can't say the second word. There we go. So yeah, and with Thorny Bush, Kirst and I, I think uh, last year we did mention that we'd gone um, uh, through onto uh, to the site, and we'd seen a lot of the agricultural development and permaculture practices that are being um, put into play. And uh, Thorny Bush not only helps the the young agricultural business, but also in terms of business marketing and strategy and uh, logistics, in terms of being able to provide for the lodges um, in and around the area. Yeah, so they have these amazing food tunnels oh where they gosh. supply fresh food and, and vegetables to the lodges, um, and it's incredible. You must see the size of the marrows and wow. the beautiful herbs that they have. It's really, it's it's absolutely incredible. So there's that project. Then um, we have the Bonalisedi, yes. which is also out in Deep Slurt, and we are currently busy looking at purchasing land so that they can rebuild their center. Mm. Now, Bonalisedi focuses on the disabled and the handicapped kids within Deep Slurt. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's with cerebral palsy. So, I mean, it's do they have, do they have a center already? They do, but they, they're but needing a lot of assistance. Yeah. It's not conducive to an environment for, for anyone, actually. So there's a lot of guys around there. We, we won't mention the big... Um, Corporate, but one guy's mm-hmm. coming through and he's basically spearheading this project and he's saying, how can we get more people involved mm-hmm. to purchase this land, build a whole new facility? I mean, the, the design for this facility is actually second to none. It's literally a massive, massive, huge, colorful building that they're wanting to do and basically break down the, um, stigma, the stigma the against, stigma. you know, um, d- differently mm-hmm. abled people within communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're currently leasing land at the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in order to make their center a little bit more permanent, we'd like to put Purchase the land in the organization. Well, so sustainable difference, right? Yeah, you don't want to correct. do something just for today. It has to last for many, yeah, many moons exactly. to come. And Bonilla City's already been running for 16 years. So they're not a new organization that's just popped up. They've been they around for a help. while. They just, so yeah. Help. Um, okay, so 
I mean, the question that I have is, it's the start of the year. It's 2017. Yeah. I feel there's almost a different tone in South Africa yes. right now. There's something, there's something different yeah. uh, about South Africa mm. this year. Yes. And I think it's something positive. I think Definitely. there's a, there's a unity. There's togetherness. I have a question for yeah. both you girls and you can both answer or one of you. Do you feel hopeful about South Africa? Do you, you work in this charity? You work in poverty. Mm. You see the worst of the worst of the worst. Um, do you feel positive about South Africa and where we're going? A hundred percent. Well, that was simple. Yeah. <laughs> End of show. Yeah, in terms of um, immersing, immersing yourself into different cultures that you haven't been exposed to, I think it's important. And when you see when you see so much happening on the ground and a lot of people needing assistance, a lot of people out there are doing as much as they can without our help. So when we do come and see certain situations and we're like, how are we, how's this person, first of all, waking up every morning and without any like basic amenities or mm. any, any assistance, mm. they're still being able to put 20 kids, you know, uh, per day through their school and trying to find out where they can get meals for these children. And when you have corporates coming along and I mean, our friends have been amazing. We've had people phoning us saying, when's the next event? How do we get involved? Mm. It's hard to be, or you actually, you can't not be optimistic about it because there's so much change. Kirsten, I've been involved and we've seen a lot of turnkey projects. We've seen, you know, people needing help and we've seen what the end result is and we've seen the consistency based on how people have uh, given their time. So. So there are corporates that have obviously had their fingers burnt in the mm-hmm. past. Same with organizations, you know, that have had things promised to them that haven't come through. But that's where we want to step in. That's what we want to try and eliminate mm-hmm. is to ensure that the projects we bring to you are sustainable mm-hmm. and that their end goal is to become self-sustainable. Yes. You know, creating those projects and having those platforms that feed into communities that improve people's lives. Um, because like we said, we 100% believe that there is with 2017, Something big that's happening. You know, people want better. People mm. want to do better. They want to do more. So. I've, I've always said that um, human beings are inherently good. Yes. And and no matter the deepest, darkest horribleness that you see, everybody wants to do good. Mm. And they want to give back and they want to be good. And there's all these good things. Uh, they usually just need the platform. Yeah. They need that's that platform we to do it. Yeah. Totally. And the other side of that is is a word that you've said three or four times. Sustainability. And self-sustainability. It's you know, you build a home, you build a, a, a building, mm. um, where's the food coming yeah, from? Exactly. Um, you could literally teach people about business mm. and about the economy and yeah. about bartering and it could change the face of poverty in South Africa if you're able to do what you girls are doing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, build building and creating little enterprises, helping people upskill themselves. There's Job so creation, much opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So we partnered and paired with other organizations that are actually helping young entrepreneurs, you know, with uh, business registration, certification, how to present yourself in an interview. Mm. I mean, even a small, ex- well, a huge example, we went to River Sands Incubation Hub last week. Oh, All these small businesses, you know, running out individually and um, obviously the Incubation Hub doesn't want to take over anyone's business. So everyone's running it as they do. Is it, is it for the Dipsloot community to come through? Community. Oh, yeah. wow. Blows your mind. I mean, geez. It's incredible. You've actually got to go through and have a look. So if anyone wants to come. And while you're there, pop into the bakery. There's <laughs> 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 so some amazing brownies and donuts there. And the shwe products as well. Yeah. There's, um, the, shwe, the shwe stuff is amazing. Yeah. But I mean, mm. walking into this entire, um, what, uh, what was it, the warehouse, mm. and everyone's working and everyone's happy and creating the most magnificent products. And you just see um, everyone's photo on the wall and it's just saying where they've come from and how much um, by them taking their own initiative or someone taking their own initiative, how much it's changed their own lives That's and then amazing. their children and then their neighbors just by one person saying, you know what, enough's enough. I'm going to make myself better. Yeah. So th- that's the other side is South Africans. South Africans, and this is not, a, I don't think it's a global thing. South Africans are opportunistic. Mm, and it doesn't matter where you find yourself in whatever position you're in, money, no money, poor, starving, whatever it is, we are opportunistic and we will do whatever we need to do to survive. And if you give a human being the resources to yes. upskill themselves, to be opportunistic and to survive with the right mm, skills, yeah. um, it'll change their lives. And, and that's what you're doing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank Flip you. man. <laughs> I'm excited it. to say that, um, what was it, our flagship project's being... Yeah, so over the next few weeks, um, keep a lookout on our Facebook page and our website. We've Huddle just... Up. Huddle yes. up. Yes, we've just um, re- relaunched it. 
Um, and we will be launching um, each of the flagship projects of the next few weeks. So, and then all the auxiliary amazing. projects as well. So yeah. these are the flagships, and we've also got small, well, uh, smaller Small-er. projects that, yeah, yeah, smaller that actually would act as um, layers, I guess, if you can call it layers, um, in terms of uh, chess kids or spelling bee or um, whether it be phonetic and maths um, books. So we've got a lot of people recycling. Yeah, recycling. Yeah. Sure. So we've got lots of different programs that we can put into these projects. Mm. Um, so we like to say to people that we can tailor make a solution. So come to us, tell us what you want, and we will put something together. Man, oh man, it is amazing. What they do is incredible. They're going to join us every month on the first show of the month uh, to bring us an update on your flagship product. Pro- products, projects, as well as all the rest of the, mm. the smaller ones that you're busy with as well. People want to do good. They want to yeah. get involved. And and guys, I'm telling you, what Huddle Up are doing is on the forefront of how we can help each other in at the moment, Johannesburg, yeah. but I think it's far-reaching. Well, yes. We're actually talking just now. We've got uh, Gauteng and then we're going into Limpopo, Western Cape and KwaZulu-Natal, and then hopefully soon Eastern Cape as well, yeah. because uh, yeah, we need to go on a side visit, because our one friend has started a project and he said, Water crisis, food crisis, you name it, we've got it. So let's go and see how we can help. That's wow. it. Helping each other out. And it's amazing what you do. Um, I'm going to say this as well before I let you go. They, this is their job. Mm. So they do this every single day. This is how they're given to themselves. Full time. Full time. And I just think I commend you. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank and you. you're doing incredible work. Well, thank you for giving us the opportunity to be able to share our stories yeah. as well. Man, it's amazing <laughs> stuff that you're doing. We're going to put all of their links up online so that you can also get hold of the Huddle Up Girls. It's the dating site for charities. I hope you're going to put that somewhere on your website or Facebook. Yes, <laughs> now we can start sharing, <laughs> you, you can know. Be, yeah. You can be like, ah, we're a dating site for charities. Yeah. <laughs> Um, testimonial by Brent Lindeke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I'm going to put that all online so that you can get involved and make a difference as well. You've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central and we've spent the show chatting about only good things, good news, inspirational stories, and of course our feature this week, The Good Defense. Mm. The Good Stuff is proudly brought to you by Brand South Africa's Play Your Part initiative. Brand South Africa, inspiring new ways. If you want to play your part and get involved or know someone who does, you can visit www www.brandsouthafrica.com for more information. Every week I leave you with a little bit of a quote, and we've got a minute or two that I can do it with today. Um, I don't know if this is relevant, but maybe use it. Don't use it. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together, and the only way we'll get through this is together. Begin to realize how important how important it is to be able to know your gifts and dreams, to live in the moment, to work less hard, and to let things flow. Embrace the fact that worry is never a good thing. Learn that you can control your thoughts, which then affect your feelings and the quality of your life. Wishing you only good things always. That's the good stuff. We're going to put everything up on uh, cliffcentral.com. So all of the links, uh, all of the stories, our guest uh, Andy, our other guest title up, all of the information will be on one page on cliffcentral.com, so you can go get that there. Um, Kev? I love Tuesdays. We both love Tuesdays. Yes. It's absolutely amazing hanging out with you in studio. I hope you have a terrific Tuesday. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Cliffcentral.com.